Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Liberals in particular out there are having a, a tough time with Tesla. Take a look at this graph of Tesla's favorability among Democrats. It's fine until October when he buys Twitter and... Whee! Not a great business strategy to alienate your best customers. Liberals buy more electric cars. That'd be like if Hooters came out with a statement saying they'd serve anyone except divorced dads on their first Christmas without the kids. I uh, see. Or uh, how many different analogies should we use? Uh, for some reason, my mind keeps going back to the lube versus spit instructions at the high school in Chicago. Democrats, uh, you know, you ask them either or, they say both. That's, <laughs> that's the thing about them. They were passing around butt plugs and those to my students, talking about queer sex, using lube versus using spit. Uh, Stephen Colbert didn't do any jokes about that. Any jokes by Stephen Colbert about that? No? That's because it's not a joke. It's very serious business. Well, happy Thursday to you, and welcome once again. All kinds of stuff going on in our nation's capital Although, uh, not enough, really. There ought to be a lot more stuff going on. Where are those FBI whistleblowers that uh, showed up on Capitol Hill? We uh, saving those for next season? Because everything's a television show, you know? Everything is a television show. The whole uh, system of government is a television show. Uh, news, journalism, I'm making quotation marks with my fingers. All a terrible television show. Even the newspapers are a terrible television show. Pretty remarkable stuff. Well, we've got uh, we've got a bunch uh, for you, and we've got uh, on uh, Capitol Hill. We had some audio that we didn't get to yesterday because the Democrats gave us way too much stuff for one three-hour broadcast. Um, but I've got this uh, Nancy Mace, Republican Congresswoman from North Carolina, uh, had a a radical extremist Democrat testifying, and the radical extremist Democrat was there to talk about. Um, what, what is it, um, uh, 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 incite, insightful speech on social media. Um, and Nancy Mace uh, did a little homework and found that the Democrat witness that was invited has engaged in a lot of hateful and what she would describe as, as dangerous speech, uh, threatening the Supreme Court justices and all this good stuff. And then the, uh, the witness lied. She lied as a she because it's a transgender. So I'm, I, you know, it's in this case, it's kind of hard to tell because this would appear to be a woman, but identifies as transgender. So I'm going to need like a body scanner or something before I can come to any any firm conclusions. Is that okay? Because uh, pretty <laughs> pretty ridiculous stuff. And I've got uh, I've got that for you. I've also got an update on the. The Democrat that hit Paul Pelosi in the head with a hammer. 
Bang, bang, Maxwell Silverhammer came down upon his head. And uh, there is an update because the son of the attacker has come forward and has given an interview about his father. And it may not be what CNN is telling people. And I'll uh, get to that because that is uh, that's important stuff. That's definitely important stuff. Uh, and on Capitol Hill, some of the Republicans are paying attention to this and that. COVID origins, quote, may have been tied, end quote, to China's bioweapon program. No. No. Come on. What are the odds of that? No, it came from the poor and middle class people uh, eating bad food at the wet market. Never shopped for food at a place called the wet market, just as a rule. Uh, but that is uh, that's uh, uh, an update worth uh, paying attention to, and um, there is a uh, there's a lot more. We got more censorship news because the Democrats are very powerful, and, and also uh, nuclear fusion, a clean, very inexpensive source of generating energy, and we're developing this in the United States of America because we're the best, coolest, most advanced country in the world, and we do almost everything while the rest of the world looks on in awe and the Democrat Party whizzes on us because they're not on our side. They're not on our side. But this um, very interesting story, uh, nuclear fusion taking place, and uh, then the energy secretary was there, Jennifer Granholm, who I think might be uh, inflatable. I think she might be inflatable. And she was there, and she explained what was really important about nuclear fusion as the energy secretary. It was pretty Pretty remarkable stuff. Uh, also, this is uh, amusing, kind of funny, because the Democrats, they're, they're very uh, sketchy about the weather, very concerned about the weather they are. Tempt, here's a headline from USA Today. Tempted to joke about global warming amid a blizzard? Here's what experts say about that. Turns out that global cooling is global warming, and you should pay no attention to the planet getting colder. Because that's just the seasons. But summer is not just the seasons. That's global warming. Winter is climate change. See? Heads I win, tails you lose. Uh, but the USA Today people, they got to work with the Democrat Party talking points. Um, here's what experts. And then they go to left-wing experts. Because what other kind are there, right? Winter storms are pummeling the United States. Snow is piling up. Temperatures are dropping. Traffic is snarling. And there is always the threat of thunderstorms and thunder snow. Uh, this year, they're acting like this is something new, thunder snow, because they're ignorant, ignorant. Just like clockwork, the emails, tweets, Facebook posts are flowing. Maybe it's a joke. Maybe it's a snarky critique. Maybe it's a meme. They, they really can't stand being mocked and ridiculed. They're so bad at being mocked. They're great at mocking and ridiculing everybody else, have been for, for generations, for decades. Uh, but when they're mocked, they just fall apart. They come apart at the seams like little schoolgirls. The words change, but the format is familiar. If global warming is real, why is it so cold out? That's not really it, uh, but uh, that's what they post in uh, USA Today. Scientists likely don't think that joke is, a funny, is as funny as another familiar climate change quip. Never argue about climate change. It always turns into a heated debate. This is their publishing this stuff. 
This is that's scientists are not famous for being funny. <laughs> it always turns into a heated debate. So they're attacking people for mocking uh, global warming when winter comes, because if you live in North Dakota, a little global warming would go a long way. I grew up uh, in Chicago and a uh, little New York and a little Milwaukee and uh, mostly Chicago. Chicago is looking forward to some global warming. Lake Michigan could be a lot warmer in the summertime, and it could snow a lot less, and that would be okay. It's cold there. You're, you know, the moisture on your eyeballs can freeze with the wind howling off the lake. It's cold, but uh, you're not allowed to make fun of uh, global warming when it's uh, snowing because it's, you know, in the summertime, they say, see, and there was a forest fire. Oh, that's never happened before. <laughs> that's new. <laughs> that wasn't happening, you know, uh, before the Europeans got here. Yes, it was. Uh, all right, so we got that going for us. We got lots of uh, lots of good stuff. Now, uh, let's go to this Nancy Mace thing because um, this was quite a moment in U.S. Capitol history. So um, we've got um, we've got great audio. Nancy Mace is a fine member of Congress. She pays attention. She knows what is true and what is not true. She uh, or her staff did some homework on their guests because their guest is a radical and an extremist. And um, she is a, an LGBTQ activist lawyer who is, identifies as transgender, and her name is Alejandro Caraballo. And Alejandro Calabar was invited by the Democrats to talk about, um, to testify before Congress under oath about mean speech on social media. And you know how Democrats hate that unless it's their mean speech, in which case they like it very much and it's award-winning mean speech. But uh, Alejandro Caraballo was invited by the Democrats and then Republican Nancy Mace uh, challenged her because she had read her tweets. And Congresswoman Nancy Mace knew that Alejandro Caraballo had posted all kinds of really nasty, vicious, mean stuff on social media, which is what she's there to talk about. But, of course, when you're a Democrat, it doesn't matter because the Democrat Party protects you, right? <clears throat> that's the thing about them. So uh, we've got uh, we've got that. Let's go to some of the uh, let's go to some of the audio because this was a great moment. Congresswoman Nancy Mace asks all the witnesses in attendance. I believe there were five left wing radicals and one normal person. Right? Uh, and the normal person was uh, a woman from Virginia who's actually an immigrant uh, from India, a Muslim woman who is being accused of being a white supremacist by the Democrats because it's just what they call everybody, the little Nazis that they are. See how this works? It kind of feels good, actually. So here's uh, Nancy Mace addressing a broader question to all of the witnesses. Is rhetoric on social media a problem and a threat to our democracy, Mr. Ward? Yes, absolutely. Mr. Siegel? Yes. Ms. Car Caraballo? Yes. Ms. Numani? Yes. Ms. Tyler? Yes. Yes. Um, another question I have, uh, do you believe that rhetoric targeting officials with violence for carrying out their constitutional duties 
um, is a threat to democracy. Mr. Ward. Mr. Siegel. Yes. 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 It, uh, they, uh, everybody uh, pretty much agrees. And, and the, you know, this big talking point the Democrats have is everything's a threat to democracy except them. Um, when in reality, the New York Times found in their survey that the number one threat to our democracy, the American people believe, is the news media. And the number two threat to our democracy is the Democratic Party, which isn't. And uh, isn't what? Isn't the party? Well, it's kind of a party. It's a monkeypox party. But <clears throat> it's a threat. The New York Times found that the Democrat Party and the news media are the biggest threats to our, to our democracy. Uh, and Nancy Mays teed it up there. Uh, they love this threat to democracy thing. Is violent rhetoric a threat to our democracy? Because everything's apocalyptic, and that way you can crush your political enemies and jail them all and execute them, you know, like the left does all over the world. Nancy Mace. All right. Thank you very much. Only a few weeks after the attempted attack on a Supreme Court justice on June 25th, one of the witnesses, Alejandra Caraballo, tweeted out the following in response to a decision on abortion overturning Roe v. Wade. And I'll quote directly from the tweet. The six justices who overturned Roe should never know peace again. It is our civic duty to accost them every time they're in public. They are pariahs. Duty. Since women don't have their rights, these justices should never have a peaceful moment in public again. That's the, this is what the witness said, that the Democrats invited. Uh, and she was invited to condemn dangerous speech on social media, but she has a long and smelly history of violent speech and on social media. You know, a Democrat showed up at Brett Kavanaugh's house with a loaded Glock pistol and extra magazines, kidnapping tools, burglar tools, planned on murdering three Supreme Court justices. And the Democrat Party's witness, Alejandro Caraballo, uh, is a driver of this kind of psychotic, would-be assassin uh, political violence. But when you're a Democrat, that's okay. You get invited to Capitol Hill by the Democrats to testify that that's bad, and then the de Democrats just leave that out because they invite vile, repugnant threats to our democracy, people. Um, you bet. There is more from that exchange. You know, the Fed's just rolled out the biggest threat to our privacy and freedom in years. It's called the digital dollar. It's also called Order 14067, and it gives the federal government unprecedented power to control your money and your spending. You need to get out of cash now. Call 888-446-5320 to get your personal wealth protection guide. My friends in American Alternative Assets are there to help you protect your retirement savings, your nest egg, by rolling over your IRA or 401k into a gold IRA. Fact is, you can hold physical silver and gold in your retirement account while maintaining its tax-deferred status. So call 888-446-5320 today to get your free wealth protection guide. Guide will answer all the questions you have. Protect your savings now before it's too late. Call American Alternative Assets at 888-4-GOLD-20 to secure your free gold and silver guide today. 888-446-5320. Individual results may vary. It's no guarantee that past performance will be indicative of future results. Yeah, this is uh, classic Washington theater. And then the entirety of the news media just uh, buries it in a shallow grave. But I won't. There's only one Chris Plant. 
The Chris Plant Show. So this uh, radical that the Democrats invited to testify, who's um, on the subject of threats to our democracy because of speech. This is the rhetoric of the Democrat Party these days. They invited Alejandro Caraballo. She's a clinical instructor of cyber law at the Harvard University Law School. Now, she um, was a staff attorney at the Transgender Legal Defense and Education Fund and staff attorney at the LGBTQ Law Project and the uh, New York Legal Assistance because of all of that. And her focus has been on advancing the civil rights of LGBTQ people. Now, what does this have to do with anything that they're there to talk about? Not much, really. She went uh, to the Brooklyn Law School. Um, But uh, why is she at Harvard then? She didn't even go to Harvard. Kind of an amazing thing. Well, she previously served as secretary of the LGBTQ Rights Commission of the New York City Bar Association. And she was appointed the first openly trans community board member in Brooklyn. So that's why she's at Harvard. Right? That's uh, that's it. The uh, people at Mediaite published a uh, piece about the episode, GOP Congresswoman throws progressive activists' own tweets at her during hearing. Quote, rhetoric has consequences. And Congresswoman uh, Nancy Mace, I said North Carolina, she's actually South Carolina, used tweets from uh, progressive activists against her on Tuesday during a hearing about extremist rhetoric on the Internet and the threat to democracy because everything's a threat to democracy, except the Democrats burning our cities for a year and a half and looting thousands of businesses and injuring thousands of police and murdering dozens. So the House Committee on Oversight and Reform invited several witnesses to speak on the subject, and the committee sought to explore issues of the ongoing threat to American democracy posed by white supremacist ideology. I uh, Every day I come in, there's another murder or two murders or three murders in Washington, D.C. Nary a one of them by a white supremacist, interestingly enough. Approximately 20,000 African Americans have been murdered in the United States since George Floyd. George Floyd. I'm not aware a single one of them was by a white supremacist. But pay no attention to that. This is The Chris Plant Show. I'll quote directly from a tweet. The six justices who overturned Roe should never know peace again. It is our civic duty to accost them every time they're in public. They are pariahs. That's uh, reading a tweet from the Democrat witness that was invited to talk about how awful people are when they post hateful things on social media. She, of course, has a long history of posting hateful things on social media. And with no sense of irony, the Democrat members of Congress invited this person, who is a repugnant, reprehensible stain on society and uh, instructor at Harvard Law School, 
And she was not banned from Twitter for posting these hateful tweets directed at Supreme Court justices because although LGBTQ first trans something very concerned about abortion, um, think maybe not in her lane, but I, I, who am I? I, I, uh, I haven't seen the x-rays, so I can't say for sure. But Nancy Mace, Republican congresswoman from South Carolina, <laughs> said uh, at the uh, House Oversight, the Committee on Oversight and Reform, that the Democrats were holding this dog and pony to uh, say that this terrible problem in America is white supremacist ideologies and how the federal government can confront domestic terrorist threats. Not Antifa or Black Lives Matter <clears throat> that burned too many cities and looted too many businesses and injured too many police officers to list in a three-hour show. Uh, never mind that. Never mind all the murders in the United States perpetrated by Democrats. You know, if they had one MAGA hat-wearing murderer, it would be front-page news for weeks. Honestly. But Democrats go around hitting people in the back of the head with baseball bats and shooting people at gas stations. And and saw this guy that murdered in, D, in a D.C. area the other day, murdered a guy at a gas station. And then uh, the police uh, found him because they're the good guys, not like the Democrats say. Went to the guy's home and found the decomposed body of a pregnant woman in the home. Charged him with two more murders because... Those are two people, Democrats, not just one, but uh, you guys. And really, the white supremacist ideology. Really? There was another uh, double homicide of police officers yesterday by a woman who then shot herself in the head. Uh, and that's how this whole thing started, with um, Ishmael Brinsley going from Maryland to New York to murder officers Ramos and Lou, right? Then he killed himself, and that was a suicide attack on police. And then the suicide attack on police in Dallas, five police officers murdered, nine wounded. Then the suicide attack on police, by a Dem all by Democrats and by racists in all these cases, too. Baton Rouge, the suicide, the suicide attack on U.S. Capitol Police three months after January 6th, January 6th, where an actual Capitol Police officer was actually murdered by an actual murderer who was an extremist, a fanatic, and a racist, who murdered Officer William Evans, U.S. Capitol Police officer. That wasn't a big news story because that didn't confirm. Now, white supremacists, white supremacists, really? <clears throat> Start ticking off the suicide attacks and the mass murders and, and all the attacks by white supremacists. Oh, Charlottesville, Charlottesville. Yeah. Heather Heyer was killed by a lunatic at uh, Charlottesville. That's one. Had two murdered in D.C., I think, this morning. Not by white supremacists, so not news. Not news, right? And uh, who, who's your guy? Uh, the news media didn't cover it. Ran over the dancing grannies in Waukesha, Wisconsin. Murdered six. Injured more than 60 in a mass murder. News media didn't even cover it. It was a one-day, you know, half-a-day story. No big deal. Didn't cover it. But white supremacists, white supremacists, that's the problem. More than 9,900 African-Americans murdered last year. I'm not aware of a single one murdered by white supremacists. Because that would be big news. But 9,900, I'm reminded of Joseph Stalin's uh, saying, a million, excuse me, a single death is a tragedy. A million deaths are a statistic. And that's the way the Democrats operate. So this uh, radical extremist, uh, Alejandra Caraballo, 
invited by the Democrats to testify. And when Nancy Mace asked whether uh, heated rhetoric on the Internet poses a threat to democracy, Alejandro Caraballo said yes. And then Nancy Mace said, well, let's go to uh, your tweets since you're the witness here. The six justices who overturned Roe should never know peace again, she wrote. It's our civic duty. It's a civic duty. She finally has a sense of civic duty to accost them every time they are in public. They are pariahs. This is what she said. The justices should should never have a peaceful moment in public again. Well, they've also gone to their homes and mobs and threatened their children and their families and their spouses and then uh, Nancy Mace said, you know, I know personally what kind of this, this rhetoric leads to consequences. It went like this. I know something about being accosted. The night of January 5th, I was physically accosted on the streets of D.C. in Navy Yard by a constituent of mine. I fervently blamed rhetoric, rhetoric on social media, rhetoric at public events, for being physically accosted. I carry a gun everywhere I go when I am in my district and I'm at home because I know personally that rhetoric has consequences. I've had my car keyed. I've had my house spray painted. I had someone trespass in my house as recently as August. I've been doxxed on social media about where I live. Um, and I've had to add to security everywhere I go, often because I can't afford it. I have to carry my own firearm wherever I go. And the irony of the Democrats inviting this woman, that they are either, you know, here's the thing. They're bulletproof, right, the Democrats. They can invite these people that are the worst offenders in the discussion and have them testify, and no media will ever mention it. Because, and the Democrats know that. So they can trot out people that firebomb churches to talk about how rhetoric is dangerous. And the New York Times and the Washington Post won't touch the story. Nancy Mace, I've seen some of the video and the pictures of the uh, threatening her and calling her the F word, spray painting uh, her property and the sidewalk in front of her house and her front steps and and uh, what no gods, no no masters. no masters, I mean no master bedrooms. The uh, honestly, all this stuff and uh, threatening and she's being accosted. And then uh, Nancy Mace goes back to reading the tweets from the Democrat witness Alejandro Caraballo. Alejandro Caraballo also recently tweeted on November 19th, not even a month ago, that the Supreme Court vested with the judicial power of the United States by our Constitution stated they are not a legitimate court issuing decisions. And also the Supreme Court is an organ of the far right. So my last question today of Ms. Caraballo, do you stand by these comments, this kind of rhetoric, on social media, and do you believe it's a threat to democracy? And do you believe that your rhetoric is uh, you stand by what you said? Uh, And do you believe what you said, since you just said that this kind of rhetoric on the Internet is a threat to democracy? Do you believe what you just said a minute ago is true? Do you believe what you tweeted months ago to be true? You're threatening the Supreme Court justices, only six of them. Imagine if I came on the air and threatened the three uh, radical left-wing anti-American justices on the Supreme Court and called for this uh, sort of thing. I would never do that because I'm much more civilized than she is, and I live in a civilized United States of America. She is a radical and an extremist, 
and uh, an invited guest of the Democrats on Capitol Hill and uh, an invited lecturer at the Harvard University Law School because, you know, they're down with the struggle and no Supreme Court justice that voted uh, to overturn the bad law of Roe v. Wade should have a peaceful moment in public ever again. They should be accosted. Accosted, I say. I looked up uh, to accost in the Cambridge Dictionary. To go up to or stop and speak to someone in a threatening way. In a threatening way. Maxine Waters has recommended that, too, again and again, because the left is violent. I don't know if you're familiar with this, but, you know, the first Republican president was Abraham Lincoln. He was shot in the head and murdered by a Democrat just to get the ball rolling, you know. And the Democrat president then was Jefferson Davis. So here's uh, Ella. She was asked by uh, Nancy Mace, do you stand by what you said in your tweets? And, you know, you just said a minute ago that you believe this kind of rhetoric is a threat to democracy. Do you believe this rhetoric is a threat to democracy? Thank you, Representative, for the opportunity to clarify and provide context to my tweets. Clarify. Um, and I have a question. Is it yes or no? Do you believe your rhetoric is a threat to democracy when you're calling to a cost a branch of government, the Supreme Court? I don't believe that's a correct uh, characterization of my tweeted, statements. Though. Did you not tweet that? That you thought that the Supreme Court justices should be accosted? Did what I'm saying is that that, yes that no? is not an accurate characterization of my statements. That is just a flagrant lie. That's perjury. She should have been put into handcuffs. It should be like a Virginia school board meeting. Six cops should have come in and wrestled her to the ground and tased her and uh, put her in a straitjacket and pulled her out of there. Here, here's the, the absurdity of this. Nancy Mace had those tweets put onto big foam core boards the size of a small automobile, and they were on a tripod on an easel behind her, and it was her tweets on big boards right behind her, and they were there for everyone in the room to see. Nancy Mace had just read the content of those tweets, which are in plain sight for everyone to see in the room. And this person says, I, I don't think that that's a correct characterization of what I said. It's, no, it is. It's, it, this is it. Here it is in black and white. Um, but I'd like, uh, you know, some time to spin and, and uh, say some stuff. No, do you believe that it was, uh, no, it needs context. I need to explain um, no, this is, you know, it's not a correct characterization. I don't believe it's correct. It, it's right here. It's on the billboard. This is what you tweeted. And you just agreed a minute ago that this type of rhetoric is a threat to democracy. And then when she gets nailed, she just starts stammering, hamana, hamana, babada, habada, It's not a correct characterization. It is precisely correct. And I would say that that's perjury. But once again, when Democrats commit perjury under oath on Capitol Hill, they get the Presidential Medal of Freedom from people like Joe Biden. All right, that hasn't happened yet, but I expect it to soon. Nancy Mace then appeared on the Fox News Channel this morning and was, uh, and was asked about this. And as she said, I'm, I'm reading her, her own. I've got the tweets right up on this board right behind me. And she's saying, well, that's not a correct characterization. It, is, it would be impossible to have a more correct characterization. Congresswoman Nancy Mace. I literally read your word for word, mm -hmm. and you're being a hypocrite coming in here, speaking out against hate speech, speaking out against violent rhetoric, and yet you are the very person who's using hate speech and violent rhetoric to put people's lives in danger. Only the Supreme Court, you know, because abortion, abortion, 
And we can't have a 15-week limit like France. It's much more strict in Italy and Portugal, uh, South American countries. But never mind that. Uh, Congresswoman Nancy Mate. I live with this every single day. And you, when you have to look over your shoulder because you live in fear because of what someone might say, or then worse yet, what they might do, um, it's a result of what people have done on social media, escalating the rhetoric, and it has consequences. It does. What what kind of consequences? Remember the would-be uh, mass murderer of, well, he was, he was hell-bent on murdering three members of the Supreme Court because abortion. I'm a big fan of the First Amendment, and I, and I believe in it, but when you are threatening people's lives, encouraging violence, I think that's when we've got to take a step back and encourage people to call it out, like we did on Tuesday. You need to be called out when you are advocating to accost people in public, that you don't want people because, just because you simply disagree with them, they shouldn't have a peaceful life. Well, that gives someone, emboldens someone to, like they did with Justice Kavanaugh, to bring a knife, to bring a loaded gun, and use violence against others. And we saw for two years, the United States, cities being burned down to the ground by these groups, Antifa and anarchists. Uh, thank you. Uh, you know, it's amazing how infrequently Republican members of Congress mention that, that fun fact. Uh, and the news media never covered the thousands of business owners whose lives were destroyed, whose livelihoods were taken away, had everything looted. Uh, Nancy Mace. I get threatened with my life the minute that I bring up the word Antifa. I'm told they don't exist and I should die. Well, that's just wrong. I'm told they don't exist. And, uh, you know, who is Nicholas John Roski? 26-year-old uh, would-be assassin of Brett Kavanaugh and others. And uh, he never became a household name, did he? Because it doesn't serve the interests of the Democrat Party. I want to tell you, Gorsuch, I want to tell you, Kavanaugh, you have released the whirlwind and you will pay the price. You won't know what hit you if you go forward with these awful decisions. And there's the crowd of Democrats outside going wild and... You know, the burning, the looting, the rioting, the attacks on police, police stations, courthouses. Dozens murdered, literally. Thousands of police injured, literally. Uh, that, you know, it led to January 6th, January 6th, three months later, suicide attack on an actual U.S. Capitol Police officer who was actually murdered. Uh, no, you know, it didn't, uh, not, not months later, like the Democrats uh, claim, but... Um, you know, and none of that is, a, and again, if Republican members of Congress knew how to message, they should hire me for a million dollars a week. I could help them out. Hey, you have some kind of a crazy mystery smell in your home and aroma that you just can't get rid of? You've tried candles and cans of spray stuff to cover it up, but nothing seems to work. Well, the best-selling Eden Pure Thunderstorm air purifier uses proven oxy technology, which quickly seeks out and destroys any odor guaranteed. Even if you don't know where that nasty smell is coming from, maybe Michael Moore hiding in the basement, the thunderstorm will get rid of it in just a few minutes. And unlike those candles and sprays, the thunderstorm doesn't mask or cover up bad odors. It completely eliminates them. And best of all, no filters to buy and replace again and again. Also, right now, because you and I know each other, you can save $200 on an Eden Pure Thunderstorm 3-pack for whole home protection. You're going to get three units for under $200. You can hold one in your hand. It's not a big, huge piece of furniture. Put one in your basement, your bedroom, any place you like to breathe clean, fresh air. All you have to do is go to EdenPureDeals.com, put in the discount code CHRIS3, 
C-H-R-I-S, and the number three to get three units for under $200. That's EdenPureDeals.com. The discount code is Chris3 to save $200, and shipping is free. Yes, sir. Yeah, well, Nancy uh, May showed the way, the light and the way, and, you know, other Republicans should follow her lead. Do homework, message, nail the frauds, expose the corruption, and then watch the media completely ignore it. This is a, mostly a protest. Uh, it is not, uh, it is not generally speaking, unruly, but fires have been started. You're listening to The Chris Plant Show. I've got an update for you on the, uh, was uh, the guy in Paul Pelosi's house a sex slave? It is a question that has been brought up, not by uh, the internet, but by the son of uh, Maxwell Silverhammer, the guy that attacked him. So I'll get to that. Right now, let's go to the phones. Let's go to, uh, let's go to Chris calling from Marshall, Virginia. Christopher, you're on the Chris Plant Show. Again, sir, always an honor, and I'm calling, of course, from the front line of the heartland, Fauquier County. Have you ever had a caller make it twice into your show at one time, on one day? No. Ah, I, that's, that's my next goal. But, uh, you know, I have, I'm compelled to um, point out that we, we all sit back and marvel at the hypocrisy of these people, these people, these people, when in reality, when they stand there and talk about to our democracy, they're speaking in the first-person possessive sense. They're accurate, they're correct, they're, they're being very true to their word. They're talking about threats to, look at it from their point of view, threats to our democracy. Notice they never say, this is a threat to democracy, or better yet, a threat to our representative republic. They talk about it as it's a threat to their point of view, their democracy. That is an interesting analysis, and uh, and uh, I'm going it, it, to it, it, watch that. It's across the thread. Look at Pelosi say it. Look at these people. I mean, whenever a leftist talks about these things, it, they always use that English modifier, our. Uh, presumably aware of the fact, at least in Pelosi's case, that we are a constitutional republic. One would think. One would think, but... I wouldn't bank on anything. Hey, speaking of uh, Pelosi, uh, thank you, Chris. I've got an update on the uh, Maxwell Silverhammer in the Pelosi house. Coming up. The Ed Milet Show showcases the greatest peak performers sharing their journey, knowledge, and thought leadership. This is one of the all-time best pieces of advice ever given on the show. Actor Rain Wilson. The number one thing that psychologists point to with young people of why they are struggling so much in this mental health epidemic is they don't have resilience. So how do you build resilience if you don't understand suffering itself? The Ed Milet Show is available on YouTube or wherever you listen. 